Well, good morning. Thank you morning. for joining us this morning. Um, we are still in the Gospel Project. Well, mm-hmm. I have really enjoyed the Gospel Project mm-hmm. material. Mm-hmm. Um, this unit is uh, Unit 31, Session 3. Which is on the Gospel. This on the Gospel. <laughs> it, and, and the title of this lesson is, is The Church is Sent to Proclaim Jesus. You know, that, that in itself... The church is sent to mm-hmm. proclaim Jesus. You think mm-hmm. of the Great Commission. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I'm going to look, read the Great Commission real quick. Uh, in Matthew um, 28, 18 through 20, I think that's a, a good place to start here. All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. I think that's that's really good. Um, thinking of traveling to other nations, you know, mm-hmm. he says here, make disciples of other nations, baptizing them. Well, first you have to leave your area, hmm. and uh, one of the— um, Or else have that area come to you. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> there you go. We do have a melting pot here in the United States, so we, it, that does happen. All the world has come to us. That's very true. In, in many respects, but, of course, getting it back to the other countries as well is important. Very much so, and, and that was one thing that at the beginning there all the disciples were doing, you know, they started traveling outside their area. And, you know, for us, we, we can imagine if we haven't been to other areas what different places and cultures would be like. Um, the introduction here is, is really good. It says, imagine traveling around the world. We land first in, in a place in Southeast Asia where the people are bowing before gods that they have created with their own hands. The God sitting on a shelf in a corner cannot hear them, but still their makers pray. Next, we travel to Africa, where a father with a sick child seeks both a missionary for prayer and a witch doctor for power. Arriving in Europe, we find that the landscape is littered with dying and empty church buildings, a sign of the increasing secularization in the West, including the United States, as people devote their energies to various forms of self-directed worship. We don't have to travel far to find people worshiping and trusting in false gods. On our streets, in our workplaces, even in our own families, all around us are people who worship idols. Some live for wealth, power, or prestige. Others seek the approval of false deities. Whatever the case may be, these pursuits require sacrifices but fail to fulfill all the deepest longings. I think that's mm-hmm. a really good <clears throat> opening there. I think, think so. You have a thought? Uh, yeah. Um, what we're going to be looking at today is that uh, Jesus is sufficient, and he is better than anything else there is. Absolutely. Uh, in fact, our, our points today we're going to look at is that Jesus is the best revelation, the better revelation. He is the better or best high priest, and he is also likewise the best and better sacrifice. Um, and we look at the, particularly as we, <clears throat> this is, of course, Hebrews, so it's written to the Hebrews, to the Jews, and they're familiar with the concepts of revelation, because they had prophets, yes. and also high priests, and also yes. the sacrifice that they did. But the sacrifice they did was, was of animals, 
And it was not truly sufficient to actually right. cover the sin of the man. Absolutely. And so, but it was just a, it was a foreshadowing of the great sacrifice that Jesus would make when he came. And, but also it just gave um, sense of atonement for now. Yeah. But it was, it had to be done again. That's it right. It had to be done again. It was an it annual. It had to be done again. It was an annual routine, you know, sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had no eventual complete um, effect on it. Right. Well, you know, you also, what you were saying there about the high priest, there was, there's several things that I thought about in this lesson too uh, with the high priest, but he is also, the, the high priest you would go to, he's also a man. Mm-hmm. He, he was a human. He was, he was sinful himself. Thank goodness for Jesus to take that place, the, the high priest that mm-hmm. isn't sinful. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was very interesting. Well, why don't we uh, go ahead and we'll, we'll start with prayer. Sure. Um, would you like to open? I can do that. All right. Father, we want to thank you for the word you've given to us and for this lesson today. We want to thank you for all you've done for us, most of all for the, the, the topic of our lesson today, Jesus, our high priest, our sacrifice, the one who has bought our, 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 our redemption. We thank you for what you've done. We thank you for his sacrifice. And we just ask that you would be with us as we present this today. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I think now especially people can relate with having false gods. Mm-hmm. Um, they may not realize it, but many of the passions we have mm-hmm. are taking the place of God. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be our work, um, our drive for money, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Um, it can take the place of mm-hmm. our Savior, mm-hmm. and we can worship it. It's just like, you know, we may not be forming little images that we've made with our, out of wood or out of clay or out of metal. Right. And putting them on the shelf and asking them to do things. Uh, there was a, one of those um, Pacific Island groups where they, they had a god they called Maki, M-A-K-I, Maki. And they would carve it out, but he wasn't any good until they actually made some eyes and put in. Because once, once he had eyes, he could see. Then he was able to be, do, do something. It was a clear-cut case of Maki see, Maki do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about that. That's it was, good. But it, just, it did strike me when I was thinking about that. But, uh, but that, was, that was the name of their God, and that was, that was part of it. He, if he didn't have his eyes, he wasn't effective. But, again, it was eyes that they made or created out of rocks or shells or whatever it was. It's amazing mm-hmm. that you, you would think that something you created yourself mm-hmm. should be worshipped and should be prayed to could do something for you. Mm-hmm. You've created this. Mm-hmm. So why would you think it would be greater than you? And more importantly, why would it be better than the one who created you? There you go. That's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, even at the— and, we can, and I guess in modern, how, how intelligent we are now, we can laugh about that and think, oh, how silly that is, just to make a, take a piece of wood and make, a, make, a, make an object that you're going to worship, uh, yeah. that, that you made yourself. But isn't that what even we smart people do with our cars and our Everything. lifestyles and our own selves? Being more concerned with our own selves and what we want to do as opposed to uh, actually worshiping the one who made us. That's exactly right. Um, kind of getting to the first point here, mm-hmm. Jesus is the better revelation. You, you think of all the, mm-hmm. the laws the Hebrew people had, um, the Israelites had created all kinds of hedges around everything. You had to do so many steps to get to something else or to keep it safe. You know, you had to, certain washings and sacrifices you had to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were very familiar mm-hmm. with the law. 
And the prophets would, like you were saying earlier, a foreshadowing. Mm -hmm. Everything they did was a foreshadowing of what was to come. That's reminding me of Job where it says that every morning he would give a sacrifice just in case one of his kids had done something, had had sinned or something. He'd he'd sacrifice for them. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. And the sacrifice would only be for something that they had previously done. But tomorrow morning, he's going to do the same thing, just in case. Just in case. Well, the scripture we're going to start with is Hebrews chapter 1, 1 through 3. Long ago, God spoke to the ancestors by the prophets at at different times and in different ways. In these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. God has appointed him heir of all things and made the universe through him. The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact expression of his nature, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty majesty on high. So here, here's Jesus who is now seated at the right hand of God the Father. Mm-hmm. You have all the prophets, everything that they had been pointing to, hoping for, mm-hmm. is fulfilled in Christ. He is that revelation. He is the embodiment mm-hmm. and fulfillment of the Old Testament. A lot of what the writer is doing here is, of course, like we mentioned earlier, he's writing to the Hebrews. He's writing to the Jews. Right. And many of those have become Christians uh, or, or followers of the way, as they would call it there. Yes. And uh, But they were, a lot of them, under pressure to go back. Very much to so. To where they had, or, or to continue doing the things that they had done before. Absolutely. And, well, go ahead and believe that way, but you need to keep going, you know, do your sacrifices and do this and do that and do that and do this and this and that. But it's not about that because it's all done. So he, he, a lot of what, what Hebrews is going to be about here, as we see, is about saying, hey, you know, you got the best. That's you don't right. need to go back to the, to the, to the secondary. Absolutely. It's, it's almost like it's reminding people, hey, this is where you are now. Mm-hmm. We have <clears throat> the perfect person that is taking all your sin away, who is the embodiment of the law. And mm-hmm. why would you go back to trying to do the sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, you're, you're brought up in that. And so Hebrews uh, is really trying to remind everyone, even though you grew up this way, even though you've, you've always done this, you now have something greater. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, he is the, the heir of all things, but he made all things. He made all things. That's right. So um, – along with God and the Holy Spirit. They were all three involved. Let us make man. Let us make this. Let us do this. And um, um, he was involved in creation. It's so obvious. He's a natural heir. Yeah. I mean, it's already his, as it were. So uh, he, there is no there is no getting better than that. There's no topping that. And likewise, uh, another thing I find of interest here is that he is now um, sat down at the right hand. He has sat down. Um, we're going to talk about the priest a little later, but yeah. you know when they were offering sacrifices, they had no place to sit in the temple because they were always busy. They never, you know, they get done at the end of the day. They may go home and rest, but they come back and they're at it again That's, because yeah. they're never done. They never sit. But 
he sat down because it's, it's finished. It's completed. It, it is as he said on the cross. It is finished. I love that. Yeah. That is a great point. It and, is finished. And, I like and, that. and it's so easy to think that that he's that he's talking about his life is finished. He's about to die or whatever. But no, no, his purpose, his 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 fulfillment of 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 of, of um, becoming our sacrifice and becoming our uh, replacement for our sin. He's he's fixed the problem. He is it is finished. I love that. Mm-hmm. That is good. And you know, thinking of Jesus as as a person um, within he basically, and I like how the the material does this. It, it talks of Jesus as um, Jesus's deity, and within the person of Jesus Christ, there are two natures: the divine nature and the human nature. Scripture teaches he is fully divine and fully human. Mm-hmm. The New Testament points to the deity of Christ by showing how he possesses attributes that God alone possesses, how he performs works that only God performs, and how he himself claims to be the Son of God. It's really what you were just saying. Mm-hmm. He, has, he is God. He did create all things. Through him, mm-hmm. God used him to create all things, and here he is the perfect sacrifice for us. And only Jesus could do this. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he is also fully human. Therefore, he has gone through everything that we go through. Mm-hmm. And yet he came out without sin. And then he completes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and it's there is no better. There are others, right? But the, but the others are not better. So many of them are actually nothing more than the continuation of Satan's original lie, of you can be as God. That's, yeah. A lot of your Eastern religions, uh, and even some of the ones from here, say that basically uh, it's all just a matter of realizing the godness within you, or realizing that you know, or, or to take it from Star Wars, which is also Eastern religion, basically. Oh, there's a force in everything, and that force is, is the the God of the universe, as it were, and we're all it's all a part of us, and we're just part of it. We just need to realize how we can tap into that, or, or realize in, it within ourselves how much of a God we are. Isn't that interesting? How easily you can twist something, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, people use things like that to sway people to believe into cert- certain things, and because. Uh, mm-hmm. In a way, you think, oh, this this makes sense. Yes. God is everywhere, but you are not God, you know, and mm-hmm. that's that's a really good point. It's easy how uh, to see how it can manipulate yeah. people. There is even a religion that started in our own country, here in the United States is where it began, and uh, one of their tenets is, is, as we are, God once was. Mm-hmm. As God is, we can become. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't name them. They're... They should be known by who they are. But that is, uh, again, Satan's lie. We can become God. We well, can become his God. Absolutely. And then, of course, moving on, we have point two, mm-hmm. and this kind of gets into what we were just talking about. Jesus is the better high priest. Mm-hmm. Do you want to read this? I will read that one. It's Hebrews 8, mm-hmm. 1 through 6. Okay, here we go. Now, this is the main point of the things we are saying. We have such a high priest who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle, which is which the Lord erected and not man. For every high priest is appointed to offer both gifts and sacrifices. Therefore, it is necessary that this one also have something to offer. 
For if he were on earth, he would not be a priest, since there are priests who offer the gifts according to the law, who serve the copy and the shadow of the, of the heavenly things. As Moses was divinely instructed when he was about to make the tabernacle, for he said, See that you make all things according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. But now he has appointed, now he has obtained a more excellent ministry, inasmuch as he is, all, is also mediator of a better covenant, which was established on better promises. This little passage, these six <laughs> verses, has so much in it. Yes, it does. It is amazing. Uh, it, it it points back to so many things. And kind of, for instance, we'll go to Moses in the tabernacle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, God gives him a pattern. And, you know, we need to follow this and make it as best we can. But even though they had that, it was not perfect. It was just a foreshadowing of Christ. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. It mentions here that he would not be a priest, not by the not, not by the ordinances, because he was not of Levi. Right, he was not of that that uh, tribe. Right, he was of the wrong tribe to be a, a priest. He was actually a, a better priest. He was a priest after the order of Melchizedek. Right, as the, as we as we see mentioned other other places, and Melchizedek, of course, was the priest that Abraham offered to offered sacrifices through. Who had there is no reference of where he came from. Isn't that interesting? And, and, of course, Jesus has no complete reference. He has no full lineage except from God. So it's a, he's on the scene as a priest from out of nowhere, as it were. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that is above and beyond what um, the uh, Levitical priests are. And, again, they, they're still standing. And he's already sat down. He's finished. He's done what needs doing. There's nothing more to do. I love that. This shows how Jesus is not only the best sacrifice, mm-hmm. but the intercessor for you. Mm-hmm. The veil is ripped in two, mm-hmm. and now you don't have to go to someone here to make a sacrifice to. And uh, the material also uh, does a good job of mentioning this but that the high priest himself is human. You're going to a man to make a, a sacrifice for you. Mm-hmm. Even though that man is, is the high priest, mm-hmm. he is still sinful. Mm-hmm. And there again, you have Christ coming to take this spot without sin, mm-hmm. and he does a sacrifice that is of himself. What do you think about that last bit there, that he is also mediator of a better covenant? Yes. Which was established on better promises. I love this. What do you think of that? I love this. It's written on your heart. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's it's not something that's outside of you. Written on stone. Writ, right. It is within you because of him. Mm-hmm. It, what, and, the, and the better promises? What were the promises of old and what are, the, what are his promises, I guess, is the thing to compare. Let's because go ahead. That's, that's good. Because uh, the old promises were that, uh, you know, you do all these things and keep all this law and everything and, and, and you might make it. That's right. Everything is structured. <laughs> you, you've got so many things you have to do. Whereas his is accept what I've done for you and no one can take me out of your hand. And no uh, one can take you out of my hand. I, I will have you. You are. You are 
you are destined for heaven. That's right. You don't have to do anything other than believe mm-hmm. and proclaim Christ as Lord. I, that is so different from following all the mm-hmm. laws. That it, it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. That's a good thought. I like that a lot. The writer of Hebrews also uh, wanted his readers to know that Jesus, the better high priest, is the mediator of a better covenant. The old covenant of Moses could not effectively resolve the sin issue. It could only reveal the sin issue while also pointing toward a better covenant to come. The old covenant did not bring salvation. It could only anticipate what God intended to do in Christ. Jesus did for us what the priests of the Old Covenant could not do. In the New Covenant, God invites us into a relationship with Him by effectively dealing with our sin problem. That is great. That's exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, this New Covenant uh, through Christ, where He is our High Priest, but also He's our sacrifice, mm-hmm. and He is the better sacrifice. And we're going to move into uh, Hebrews 10, 11 through 18. Every priest stands day after day, ministering and offering the same sacrifices time after time, Mm -hmm. which can never take away sins. But this man, after offering one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God, exactly what you're talking about. He is now waiting until his enemies are made his footstool, for by one offering he has perfected forevermore those who are sanctified. The Holy Spirit also testifies to us about this. For after he says, This is the covenant I will make with them after those days, the Lord says, I will put my laws on their hearts and write them on their minds, and I will never again remember their sins and their lawless acts. Now where there is forgiveness of these, there is no longer an offering for sin. He completes all. I love that. And that's so much of that better promise that we were yes. looking in the previous verse there, that uh, with Jesus' sacrifice, not only is it a complete sacrifice, God is now completely taking the sins that we have. Yes. And with God, there is no time. So he's, I'm talking about the sins from yesterday, the sins from today, the sins from tomorrow, and he has thrown them away and, and not, not counted them against us. And that is a better promise. Absolutely. Instead of a sacrifice that has no effect on actually um, curing sin, this uh, Jesus' sacrifice has done exactly that. And now where there is no more sin accounted, there's no need for sacrifice. That's right. Where the high priest before was constantly, mm-hmm. constantly doing sacrifice to cover, mm-hmm. just to hide the sin mm-hmm. that someone had done in the past. Well, many of those special um, holidays there in Jerusalem I and mean, then back in the day, uh, the, the, the sacrifices were so much and so great that the, it was just a, a bloody mess there in the temple. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Because you had all of Israel coming to make sacrifice. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and now you have with Jesus. And, and, and there was an importance of that when they did that. It wasn't, it wasn't for nothing per se. Uh, it right. was to let them to know that there was something coming. Yeah. There was it, and that uh, sin is a, a serious thing, and it requires it requires payment. It does. It requires 
sacrifice, blood, and a life. Mm-hmm. And with Jesus, him doing what he did willingly for us makes him the better mm-hmm. sacrifice. I think that is something that we need to remember and think about more is how great Jesus is. And that that's what gives us the drive to go out and tell people who Christ is. Um, it should give us an excitement, a joy that we no longer have to live in guilt for our past sins, that we have been forgiven and that we have a Savior that loves us and wants a relationship with us, not just to be set on a shelf mm-hmm. and bowed down to. Yeah. And his, his his sacrifice goes so much further because what he's done and what he offers to us as to us when we become Christians is not only the covering and, and uh, erasing of our sins, but also the covering and erasing of sins that have been committed against us that that's can sometimes so often adversely affect our life. That's, that's we can we can good. we can toss those away because we now because we've been forgiven for such great sins, we're also able to forgive others, and that frees us to live the life that was he was intended for us a life of freedom, a life out of the bondage of sin that we commit sins committed against us against sin period and against the against eternal death as well. That is. I love that, that we can now forgive others because of Christ. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's really good. So, I, so it's, it's the curative of life in the future and the curative of life now. Whatever is beset you, whatever is giving you trouble, he's covered it. That's, he's, got the, he's got the answer for it. Absolutely. Well, if you remember he, anything, he is the answer for that's, that's right. If you remember anything about this lesson, remember that Jesus is the better choice. Mm. He's the better revelation, mm. high priest, and sacrifice. And of course, we are very close on coming up on the time when we will yes. be thinking a lot about this sacrifice as Easter approaches. That's right, uh, because it is commemoration of the, of His death on the cross and His resurrection. His, his being raised to new life as a first fruit, as being our example of giving uh, giving way to, to let us see how it's going to be. That's right. And without that, without that resurrection, mm-hmm. there'd be no no point to any of this. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to go ahead and close. Thank you for joining us. I hope um, that this made you think about Christ and how great He is. Uh, we'll go ahead and close. Um, Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for your son. Thank you for sending him to be the better sacrifice and high priest for us. Father, we just ask that you would touch our hearts, open our minds to you, help us to always be your people, and to be a, a image Let Christ show through us to others. Mm. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.